You are listening to another CLR Fantasy Football Podcast with John Mamba and Andrew Cooper. What's going on, everybody? Jonathan Pemba here with your NFL Week 10 Quick Out Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, once again, riding solo while Andrew Cooper is out on his honeymoon. Cooper will be back soon, but no worries. I'm here to bring you through uh, this Week 10 slate. We have an interesting one here uh, to kick it off. We have yet another 9.30 game here in the morning on Sunday uh, with Seattle and Tampa Bay actually playing out in Germany. Uh, it's been a pretty interesting slate already. We're recording here after the Thursday night football game. Uh, Carolina, Atlanta, Carolina took that one down. 25 to 15. Uh, as usual with this podcast, I'm going to give you a quick breakdown of all the matchups, things we're looking for, things we want to see uh, happen in these things, and, and maybe any trends uh, and possible bets that we like here as well. So let's waste no time. We'll do a quick out podcast here. We'll get it done and we'll get you home. Seattle, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is giving two and a half points here to a 44 and a half game total. Of course, this is a neutral site game here. Uh, I, I want to see what's going on with this Tampa Bay offense, right? It's been very inconsistent. Uh, Tom Brady last week led that game-winning drive. Kate Otten caught the touchdown. Uh, you know, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, they've kind of struggled with their inconsistencies. Leonard Fournette has been outspoken about his role in this offense. We've seen Rashad White start to step up. Uh, their defense seemingly has been hit or miss at times as well. Uh, last week, they gave him that big touchdown to Cooper Cup. Other than that, they held the, the Rams rather in check. So uh, it'll be a good test for them, I think, here against Seattle because uh, they've been surprising a lot of teams. Uh, they have a good offense with with Geno Smith, with DK Metcalf, with Chris, uh, with Tyler Lockett, and as well with Kenneth Walker. So uh, I'm going to see if the Seattle defense is able to put up some points. I don't think their defense is going to be able to stop Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is really only stopping themselves. So uh, I do like Tampa Bay in this one on the neutral side here, but I think this is a real test. I mean, you're looking at Seattle 6-3 and three on the year. You're looking at Tampa Bay 4-5. and five. Tampa Bay sort of fighting for their playoff lives. Well, Seattle, everybody thought was going to be one of the worst teams in football. And here they are competing uh, for the, one of the division leads uh, out there in the NFC West. So uh, I like Tampa Bay here again. I think raw talent on the field should lend in their direction, especially on the defensive side of the football. But if Tampa Bay struggles, if Tom Brady's still not really ready to go, uh, we could see Tampa, uh, Seattle here with the upset. Uh, next game on the slate, starting the main slate here, 1 o'clock. We have the Detroit Lions versus the Chicago Bears. I mean, man, what more is there to say about Justin Fields lately? 178 rushing yards the other day against Miami uh, last week in Week 9. Had three touchdown passes in that game as well. Four total scores. Uh, last handful of weeks, he's been a great fantasy play. Uh, great for DFS. Great in seasonal. Fantastic for those who took flyers on him in best ball leagues. Uh, and now he has... Maybe the best matchup a quarterback can have in football this season. The Detroit Lions, the worst defense in football, uh, despite the fact that they were able to pull off the upset win last week against Grand Bay. On this podcast, I told you, I actually like the Lions outright in that game. They were able to pull it off. Not going to make that call this week. I think Chicago holds them down here. We should see Chase Claypool play more. Uh, he only played 16 snaps uh, last week here um, against you know in his debut there for Chicago against Miami. I think we're going to see him play a lot more. Uh, in this offense here as he gets acclimated. It's just going to add more weapons to Justin Fields and that passing arsenal there with uh, Darnell Mooney with Cole Komet. So I like the Chicago side of this one. For the Detroit side, listen, Jamal Williams is going to be the lead running back here. They're not going to risk DeAndre Swift's shoulder with that shoulder injury that he's dealing with, having him run into the middle of the pile. They're going to use him in the passing game. They're going to limit his snaps. You're going to see Jamal Williams be as the lead running back in this offense. Uh, last couple of weeks, I've told you, go, go look at your prop bets. 
Uh, Jamal Williams had his rushing yard prop set at 45, 50 yards. You got to be taking the over on this. He's going to be the guy getting all the carries here. Uh, and you can actually run on the Chicago Bears defense. So give me the over on the rushing prop here for Jamal Williams this week. Uh, the Detroit Lions and their uh, passing offense. That's another story here. I'm on Ross St. Brown. Jared Goff. Did they get Josh Reynolds back this week? Khalif Lehman was a disappointment. Uh, James Mitchell, the tight end, caught a touchdown last week. But that's really all he did. Uh, so a lot of questions still on the Detroit side of the ball here when it comes to their uh, offense outside of really the running back situation. But again, we're looking at Chicago as a three-point home favorite, a 48-and-a-half game total. So Vegas looking for a close, high-scoring game here. I lean the Bears side of things. Jacksonville's cursed Kansas City. Kansas City narrowly lost at home last week against Tennessee. Now they welcome in Jacksonville here. It's a 50-and-a-half game total. They're giving nine-and-a-half points here in this game. Uh, I want to see if Kadarius Tony plays more. He barely played in his debut game for Kansas City. He saw seven first-half snaps. Didn't really see him much in the second half there. Miko Hardman had the big game, but Miko Hardman is uh, questionable uh, to play this week. So maybe if Hardman is not able to go, you'll see Tony sort of step up and fill in that role here. Uh, outside of Kansas City, you know, you really can't trust any of their running backs. It's Patrick Mahomes. It's Travis Kelsey. Lately, it's been Miko Hardman and Juju Smith-Schuster. We'll see if anything changes there uh, this week for Kansas City. On the Jacksonville side of things, hey, Christian Kirk finally came through again. Big week last week. Uh, starting to see his numbers start trickling up. Uh, the targets have certainly been there for him. Travis Etienne did not let the, the uh, fantasy community down last week. He was a chalk play against the Raiders. Came through with a big day. I think he continued to utilize him. I'm surprised they don't use him more in the passing game. Again, this is a spot where many expected him to be utilized in the passing offense more than he's been so far this year. Against Kansas City as a 10-point road dog. Feels like they're going to be playing from behind here this week. So I would hope for his fantasy value that you'll see Travis Etienne involved in a passing offense a little bit more here. So uh, Jacksonville, again, I think is a pretty good stack for DFS this week as well. Uh, if you use Trevor Lawrence at the quarterback, you can really game stack this one and fit in all the top guys you need here. Travis Kelsey, uh, Juju, Miko Hardman, Travis Etienne, Christian Kirk, however you want to go about it. Using Lawrence is your key to unlocking that. If you use Mahomes, obviously he's much more expensive uh, and you'll have to you know go a little bit uh, different with some of your other plays, but uh, pretty interesting game stack environment there. Uh, I like the over. Uh, Kansas City minus nine and a half feels like they should cover that. But again, um, we just saw them struggle last week offensively against Tennessee. Took overtime from the pull that went off. So we'll see uh, if they can cover that spread. Seems like a lot of points for me. Next game on the slate, we have the New Orleans Saints versus the Pittsburgh Steelers here. Uh, what to do with Pittsburgh, right? You know, this is an offense uh, led by Kenny Pickett that has struggled. Uh, their offensive line is not very good. Najee Harris has not been very good. There's been... Uh, inclinations and comments throughout the week that maybe Jalen Warren's going to see more playing time as they come out of the bye week. That is certainly something to pay attention to here. Uh, as they run up against the Saints defense where, uh, you know, they're, they're missing some key players in that secondary. Uh, there's still some inconsistencies with their offensive side of the football as well. A lot of it has been great. Kamara has been great, but Andy Dalton's been here to miss at quarterback. Jarvis Landry was close to coming back last week. He didn't end up coming back. We'll see if he's able to suit up here uh, this week. You're hopeful maybe Pittsburgh coming out of a bye has a game plan. They're home. They're ready to go. It's only a one-and-a-half point spread, so uh, Vegas thinks this one's going to be competitive and low-scoring. Could be leaning the home team here. Uh, one thing you can do, though, against Pittsburgh is run the football. Uh, we should have another big week here for Alvin Kamara, both on the ground and through the air. Another good amount of targets going his way last week from Andy Dalton. As long as Dalton remains quarterback, I expect plenty of targets going to Kamara away. Cleveland versus Miami. We know Miami's defensive deficiencies here. Their offense is off the charts. Uh, one thing of noting, obviously, outside of Tyreek Hill, Jalen Wall, Tua, 
was the fact that Jeff Wilson actually looked better than Ray Mostert last week. Both had the touchdown, but by the end of the game, uh, it was a pretty even total snap share. And I think Wilson, maybe he's got the edge here. We'll have to monitor how this one plays out. Again, you can run on Cleveland's defense here. Mostert may get the early snaps, but if he looks bad, he looks slow, you may see Wilson taking over. On the Cleveland side, coming off of a bye, I really like this spot for them. Again, Cleveland, uh, Miami's past defense has not been very good. This is a Browns team that likes to run the football and set up the pass with the run. Nick Chubb there, obviously a big week last week for him, or two weeks ago prior to their bye. Uh, but on the offensive side, listen, Jacoby Brissett, while he's not laying it up for fantasy purposes, you know he's making fantasy viable receivers in Donovan Peoples-Jones and Amari Cooper. Maybe they'll have David Njoku back this week as well. So uh, don't sleep on the on the Browns pass catchers in this one. Uh, because Miami is just giving up yards to everybody. So uh, 49 and a half game total, only a three and a half point spread here. Uh, pretty interesting. And you know I love Donovan Peoples-Jones. He's another guy under 5K on DraftKings this week. Uh, Give me a good value play, getting a lot of targets. Uh, he's a big play guy for that offense as well. Minnesota versus Buffalo. Obviously the top story of the week has been Josh Allen's arm uh, elbow there. Uh, he sprained elbow, supposedly is the report here. Hasn't been practicing. Could see Case Keenum. Starting for Buffalo, and if Case Keenum is starting for Buffalo, that offense is going to look a lot different. Uh, Vikings are a $2,200 defense on DraftKings. They could be pretty popular here, actually, uh, this week going up against Case Keenum. I would expect maybe we'd see a lot more running game. Devin Singletary maybe get, becoming a bell cow back just for one day only uh, if with Case Keenum under center, so that's certainly something to pay attention to. On the Minnesota side of things, we sure to listen to Kevin O'Connell. He told us TJ Hawkinson was going to be involved in the offense, and he was. Uh, nine catches there in, in his debut uh, with Minnesota. Justin Jefferson still led the way, but what a, what the usage we got out of TJ Hawkinson there. Great value for him, again, moving forward then, if that's going to be the case. Buffalo's defense is pretty strong. Maybe this won't be the best matchup for them. Uh, maybe Dalvin Cook this week. Running backs of late have actually had success back-to-back weeks now against Buffalo. Michael Carter last week, Aaron Jones the week before. Uh, maybe running against Buffalo right now is the way to go ahead and beat them. So uh, something to watch for, but just really love that usage out of TJ Hawkinson uh, out of the bat there. Denver versus Tennessee. Denver off of a bye week here. Uh, obviously, during the trade deadline, they acquired Chase Edmonds. Uh, we'll see how he gets utilized in that team's running rotation. Uh, we know Melvin Gordon and Latavius Murray haven't been that great. Uh, Mike Boone's been fine. Maybe there's an opportunity here for Chase Edmonds to actually take over uh, as the lead early down back, much like we saw him with Arizona last season, where once they got into the red zone, they went to the bigger back, so there'd be Gordon or Murray, but basically uh, for first, second, and third down between the 20s, you were getting Chase Edmonds out there. A great pass catcher, can kind of run these draw plays as well. He's quick. Uh, maybe that'll help Russell Wilson here a bit. Uh, Greg Dolchik has been great in the three games that he's played. Jerry Judy's looked better of late. Cortland Sutton has not. Uh, we'll see if they can come out of a bye and look any better. But now they're running up against a Tennessee defense uh, that just really shut down the Kansas City uh, offense last week. So uh, was that them stepping up in the spotlight or was that Tennessee's defense clicking finally? Uh, and if that's the case, Denver's in trouble because their offense has not looked good. Defensively, Denver traded away their best defensive pass rusher in Bradley Chubb. Uh, now Tennessee, Ryan Tannehill is expected to be back for them this week as quarterback. It's going to give them a little bit of a boost to their passing offense, obviously, because Malik Willis was a zero as a passer here. Uh, Traylon Burks potentially back for this week as well. Great for the receiving group, but we know this is King Henry's time. They're going to run the football as much as they can here, control the clock. Another 100 yards last week for Henry in a score. Uh, that's the offense here for Tennessee. A 38.5 game total and a 2.5 point spread is yuck for fantasy, but uh, you know the core plays here in this game. The stories we're watching for. If Russell Wilson goes out and struggles again, man, that, that's just a tough look for them coming out of the bye. 
Houston versus the New York Giants here. Texans are getting five and a half on the road. It's a 41 and a half game total. Uh, most popular play in DFS this week is going to be Saquon Barkley. Teams are running just all over Houston. We saw Derrick Henry run for over 200 yards against them. We saw Josh Jacobs run for over 150 yards against them. It's Saquon's turn. He's going to tear apart this defense. That's really the only guy in this in this game you need to pay attention to. If you want to throw Wondell Robinson out there, sure. If you're believing all of a sudden that Kenny Galladay is re-engaged, then maybe, sure. Um, but that's it. Other side, Damian Pierce, move on. Nothing really to do with the Houston offense. Nothing where you want parts of at all. It's going to be a Barkley day. Colts first, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, an interesting one. The Colts fired their entire coaching staff. Uh, Jeff Saturday now named their head coach. Never been an NFL coach before. Uh, their offensive play callers never called plays in the NFL before. Uh, their quarterback does not have a win. Sam Ellinger does not look good. The Raiders haven't looked good. <laughs> They're two and six. So uh, and they just placed Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro on IR. So Devontae Adams going in a tough matchup, likely up against Stephon Gilmore. Josh Jacobs has to run into this Colts defense, which has been pretty good against the run this week. So this season rather. So I don't know. Uh, a pretty ugly game for me. It's a 40, four and a half point spread with Las Vegas as a home favorite. I'm going to lean Las Vegas just because there's been nothing good out of that Colts offense coming with Ellinger on their quarterback. Maybe Saturday uh, can pull the trigger here and maybe put Foles back in or, or give Ryan another shot uh, now that he's the head coach because Ellinger just, just is not getting it done. Dallas versus Green Bay. Green Bay is getting four and a half points. I don't understand this. Green Bay's lost five straight. They've lost to teams like the Jets, the Giants, the Redskins, the Lions. Why are they only getting four and a half points against the Dallas Cowboys coming off of a bye? This feels like a blowout to me. I would take Dallas with the points. I would even alt-line this, honestly. Give me give me Green Bay plus uh, Dallas minus seven, right? Go get some plus odds on Dallas minus seven if you can bet an alt-line here. I don't think Green Bay is going to be scoring. Green Bay leads the league in sacks. Aaron Rodgers has been looking terrible. That hand or elbow, something's wrong with him. Throwing the football. Aaron Jones is a little bit banged up last week. The pass rush for Dallas off of a bye. I see no way this game's even close. So 43 game total, sure. Maybe that one hits the mark there. But uh, Dallas minus seven, I'll take that all day for me. And it's only four and a half. I feel like it's free money. Uh, so Dallas minus four and a half, sure. If you can find the alt line, like I said, and get some plus odds, bet that too. I just don't see how Green Bay... Uh, is competing right now. They're three and six. Uh, just an ugly, uh, ugly uh, run for them right now. Four twenty-five games again. Arizona versus the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, Stafford supposedly is in concussion protocol. Hasn't been practicing. That offense has not looked good. We, we, there's no way to talk about it. Cooper Cup's been fine, but everything else sucks. We'll see. Maybe Kyron Williams becomes a running back for them this week, but not expecting much out of here. Uh, on the flip side, you, you see that Kyler Murray is questionable with a hamstring. You saw that him and Devontae Adams were getting a little bit of an argument on the sidelines last week. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is still the go-to guy here in this offense. Everything else is super inconsistent for Arizona. This is a team of two, game of just two disappointing teams in the NFC West. Uh, one of the reasons why the door is open for Seattle to actually win this division. So, uh, you know, between, I mean, again, they're, they're currently leading the NFC West the way San Francisco, the Rams, and Cardinals have played this year. So, uh, ugly game to look at at 425. Uh, probably going to be one of the more popular games of the week to watch, unfortunately, for nationally televised audiences. It's going to be that or Dallas-Green Bay. But uh, either way, it's, this one should be another sloppy one. 40.5 game total, just 1.5 point spread. Again, it's Cooper Cup. It's DeAndre Hopkins. I don't want much else to do with this game, though. 
8-20 game on Sunday Night Football. We have the Chargers versus the 49ers. Uh, again, Christian McCaffrey against the Chargers run defense should be fun to watch. Uh, we saw, obviously, him targeted heavily in the passing offense last uh, time. The 49ers took the field as well. Uh, we'll see if Debo Samuel is going to be good enough for back for this game or not. On the Chargers side of things, again, the wide receivers are question marks. Keenan Allen still out. Mike, uh, Mike Williams is still out. You know, Austin Eckler looked great. Josh Palmer looks great. But this is a tough matchup on the road against the 49ers uh, who are coming off of a bye as well. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, the 49ers are at home giving seven. It's a 40 and 45 and a half game total. My problem is that I, I don't know if I trust Garoppolo to put up enough points. CMC certainly can do it. Uh, maybe they just lean heavily on him again this week. But uh, this is not a great matchup. I, I might take the Chargers with the points here uh, and probably go under on the point total. And we'll finish it off. Monday Night Football, Washington Commanders against the Philadelphia Eagles. All of the news surrounding Washington this week. The team is getting sued by the city of D.C. Uh, the, the team ownership decided to use Brian Robinson's strategy as a deflection on the city suing them, which did, didn't sit well with the players, obviously, here. Uh, and now they're expected to go on the road against the best team in football, the 8-0 Philadelphia Eagles, and compete. Good luck, I guess. You know, Tyler Henneke has been great for the likes of Terry McLaurin. Now, we've seen Antonio Gibson at times step up and play well, but there's not much else really going on with the commander's offense here. Philadelphia, you know where you're going. Miles Sanders has been great. Jalen Hurts has been great. A.J. Brown's been great. Dallas Garnett's been great. Devonta Smith has started to come a little bit more inconsistent. You can put him in your lineup if you have to as a flex play or as a you know as a wide receiver three. If you want to take a dart throw in your you know DraftKings showdown lineups, that's fine. But uh, not been the consistent guy he was for a couple weeks there earlier in the year. Uh, it's been Brown. It's been the running game. It's been Jalen Hurts. That's where we're going to be going. And, of course, you're going to go with the Eagles defense. So uh, that is our quick out podcast here for week 10. If you have any questions, you know you can always get us on Discord. You can always find us on Twitter. Uh, we'll be here to help you out, set your lineups, answer your start sick questions. Uh, Sunday mornings, I'll be on the Better Sports Network live stream again with James Grande uh, from 9 to 11, answering all your questions. You can find that uh, in our Discord. You can find that also on the Fantasy Alarm YouTube channel as well uh, there to answer your questions. Uh, for next week, guys, we'll be back week 11. Good luck in week 10. We'll talk to you later.